Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for tuning into Spirit Talk. Great to have you. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Today, I have a special guest. She's actually a dear friend of mine. Her name is Sierra of Intuitive Heart Healing. She is a Reiki master, a psychic medium, and she is currently developing in trance mediumship, trance healing. She's a lovely person all around, and we just have a talk about general development and um, just spiritual discussion. I listened back, and we have a ghost. <laughs> we have a ghost on the podcast. There are a few weird sounds that come through that I have no idea where they could possibly have come from. I say it's a ghost just in good fun, but you never know. And the discussion around ghosts within the spiritual community has been popping off, really. And it's really, really neat to see so many people who I follow and who follow me on Instagram talking a lot about this and people are changing their ideas or uh, developing their their philosophies deeper so that's really really neat and so let me know what do you think do we have a little ghost presence coming through in this or is it just random technology shit that we're dealing with I am very interested to know what you think but uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to dive right into the conversation I had with Sierra. If you are liking the podcast, please consider uh, leaving a rating, a review, uh, sharing, liking, following, whatever you can do on whatever platform you use. That really helps the podcast spread and get seen. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Let's get into it. Thank you so much, Sierra, for joining me. And I'm so excited to talk to you. You're so welcome. I'm so glad you invited me. Yes. So honored. This will be fun. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I said to the universe that I want women friends who are spiritual and like-minded. And then very shortly after I met you. <laughs> That's insane, but also super cool because I did that it wasn't as quick, but I did that when I started my journey and it took me a long flip in time to get like-minded friends. You know, it's funny when you grow, you, you know, you're changing and you're on this spiritual journey, you're growing and changing so fast. So sometimes you kind of outgrow certain relationships, not in a bad way or whatever, but you find yourself kind of like, in this limbo stage and it's like yeah I need to attract some people into my life and that's kind of where I was and then boom I met you and we had this like connection right I like saw myself in you it's weird and like me even me saying that I'm like that sounds freaking weird but it is because I see parts of myself in you yeah, we met in, um, for the listeners, we, we met in a class, like I was already taking the class, but it kind of mixes up uh, people all the time, whatever. And I get in, um, it was 
back in the day when you could do things in person, <laughs> well, uh, you know, a short time before um, shit hit the fan in the world. And uh, yeah, I opened the door and I saw you. I was like, oh, okay, new people. Awesome. Especially when you're practicing mediumship, you're like, yes, new people. right? Uh, yeah. And then of course, our teacher had paired us up for an exercise and it's like, okay, this is, you know, funny. Cause it's like, it's kind of like one of those faded things, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. So kindred spirits, something in the contract, we were supposed to meet, we we're supposed to become friends and we have, and we regularly hang out and just shoot the shit or get really deep and talk spiritual stuff. <laughs> and I love it. I love it too. I love it. And it like we have an ongoing chat. So then even when a a day goes by, I'm like, oh, no one like voice messaged. I'm like, sad. What's everyone doing? I know. It's great. Yeah, we have a a three-way chat with another friend who we've met in class as well. I love that. I love that. And I'm so grateful for your guys' friendship. Um, So it's neat when the universe provides that what you're asking for. And that's my experience with you. You know what I find? when I talk to a lot of people about their spiritual journey or what kind of led them to that, I find that there's kind of a common thread in that a lot of people kind of enter because of a dark night of the soul or because of personal loss. And that's kind of what kicked you off in a big way. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So my journey began when my mom got sick and she ended up in hospice. And when she got sick, I was getting married. I like a lot of stuff happened and I wouldn't say my spiritual journey started then, but with my schooling too. And I saw her decline and I saw like, especially just the hospice atmosphere. And when you step in hospice, it's just like, whole. Oh, I'm like, whole, oh, because I, I wasn't really in tune with energy. I wasn't where I am now, but I was like, you could feel it like the end of life. And what does end of life, how do you even explain the energy of end of life? I don't know. Um, I was also pregnant with my second child and then I've always had a connection with like psychic and spiritual stuff. And it wasn't until my mom passed that I was like, fuck, I need to do something. And then my grandmother on my dad's side, she was a spiritual woman. I don't didn't know much about her. I just knew she was like red tea leaves. She did Ouija. She did tarot. Um, but it was always never talked about you couldn't talk about that she had gypsy blood my dad would be like you never repeat that to anybody it was just so dark so yeah it took the death of my mother to push mm-hmm. it gave that was the push it's not the push I wanted she was my best friend but I wouldn't be where I am today if she was probably still here mm-hmm. like I I don't know but that was the main point. Yeah, interesting. And such a, you know, I would call that kind of a dark night of the soul, kind of when you're losing your mom during pregnancy, around the time you're getting married, you know, that's a lot, right? So mm-hmm. kind of a catalyst for you in a big way, right? 
Um, so what was the first thing that you kind of pursued uh, with, you said, okay, I have to do something. What did that look like? Well, my mom passed at the end of April, 2017, and I booked my first reading and that with Melissa and that was on July 1st. I was on her wait list and then I got in on July 1st and she said, well, you know, don't expect to see your mom or hear your mom. And I was like, okay. But like my mom was just like, boom, she came right away and like she explained the baby and she held the baby and I was still pregnant at that time. I wasn't due till September. And I was like, shit. Like there was just something and I was like, everything she said, I was like, whoa. And she wasn't gonna this not this was not her time to beat whatever she needed to beat in this lifetime and all this shit. And I was like, okay, okay. And then probably a month or two later I saw, cause I follow Melissa and I saw that she had a soul to soul coaching, like one to one. And I was like, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was going to therapy. It wasn't therapy that I needed. Mm-hmm. I needed some like, now what? Yeah. What's my purpose? My mom's gone. Mm-hmm. I have two little kids. I'm like, what am I fucking doing? Mm-hmm. And, um, so I started that and I was breastfeeding and I took my daughter to every session at her house. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, it was just wild. Cute. Cause I look back at that now and I was like, wow, I did that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And then from there, like, that's where I got into groups and it was my hairdresser who told me you need to go see Reiki right or so I know someone who does Reiki and she would tell me every time I would go every seven seven weeks and I was like I don't know the lady she told me about that she sees I'm like I wasn't vibing with it I'm like I don't know Mm. and then because her original Reiki lady she saw she wants like a three-page counseling interview and I was like no no like I'm not into that and then a couple times later, she's like, no, I got a more spiritual Reiki lady mm. you need to go see. And, like, she deals with spirit. And I'm like, okay, no, ding, that went off. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll go see her. And um, that's Carrie. And I had a healing. And then I went into Reiki. I don't know. I can't even remember how far into my healing process. I was like, I need to do level one. Mm-hmm. And then I just did it to get a better connection with spirit because I just wanted to connect more and more I never went into Reiki to heal but I heal to heal other people yeah yeah Yeah. it was about connecting to spirit for you oh wow interesting cool what Um, was that first healing like that you had with Carrie your master teacher oh like the craziest thing I've ever felt in my life Mm -hmm. like I've like I've had a reading but this is like far different than a reading you can't even put into words really like you're lying there I didn't know what to expect you're not getting touched but I'm seeing all these colors and my eyes are closed and I'm like what the fuck is going on but the stuff that comes up yeah and the work and the emotion and the crying and then I were you like now all my healings meld into one 
Yes. I can't distinct one from the other. Like I do remember my attunements a bit, like mm-hmm. when I get attuned for a new level, mm-hmm. if it's really prominent. Um, but it like all melds. Like there's times I levitated off the table and there was times like I fully left my body and I don't know where I went. And I'm like, I come back and I'm like, where did I just go? Like, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had kind of similar experiences in the float tank. I know I've talked to you about that before. But there is something about, like, I mean, I've had really great experiences just meditating on my own. But the the energy healing, like, you can really get transported when you're receiving and um, giving Reiki, yeah. right? So cool. So you started kind of psychic mediumship development alongside Reiki kind of all at once. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so when you kicked off and you were like, give it all to me, you know, let me learn everything. Did you kind of have that, um, like me and like so many people I've talked to that kind of almost desperation, like, I want to learn this. I want to learn that. I want to learn. I want everything. I want it now. You know, Um, you want to be expert at so many things. Did you have that? Yes. Yeah. I still have that. (laughs) You still have that, but I've seen, I'm not going to lie. I've seen in you though, even that, that has kind of calmed down because you, you're further along and you understand, oh, you know, it, it's actually not about learning everything at once. Like, I kind of want to say that to people, uh, you know, it's not my place, but I see it in people who are just starting out who are like grabbing for everything, like, oh, I want it all, right? But it, I've seen it in you that it has, that part has mellowed out a little bit. Um, it gets really confusing when you're like that and you first start and you're like, let's do this, this, and this. And you, it's overwhelming because with that, you don't have time to like sit in what you're learning. You're just like constantly reaching for the next thing. Well, then where are you going to like focus all your energy? Mm -hmm. It just is too overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of scatter your, yourself a little bit too much. Right. But I think a lot of people go through that. Yeah, it's just kind of like, um, maybe because when you do kind of discover, oh, I do have abilities, or I can strengthen this, it's like, you're kind of catapulted out out of a rocket. That's how it feels at first, right? Where you're just like, shooting for the stars. But um, yeah, over time, you kind of understand, oh, actually, this is a lifetime, and maybe a lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime journey. (laughs) I don't need to rush this, right? So for anybody listening out there who has the uh, urgency behind them (laughs) and the desperate kind of energy, it does get kind of desperate kind of feeling, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Just know that (laughs) it's, it'll be okay. You don't have to learn all the things at once, right? It will be okay. And the fact that like my desperation was for women, similar, like I have friends, but you don't have friends that you can talk this shit. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. what are you saying and you just sound like no you s- I hate to say the word crazy but <laughs> I was just about to you seriously do sound crazy to some people yeah <laughs> and I still do to my family and I'm like I don't care I just own it whatever take it or leave it at this point but it took me a long time to get there a long time yeah I, that's one thing that I do really love about you is that 
um, just from my perspective, it seems like you have no shits to give like about that with regard to what you say and censoring yourself. You don't really do that too much. So did it take you a long time to get there? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. have Catholic and, roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Uh, I grew up in Ontario in St. Catharines mm-hmm. and Catholic school was free. My mom was a Roman Catholic. Um, just, we went to Catholic school mm-hmm. and there was something about the foundation. Now I look back at it and I'm like, Oh, you could get into that shit. And you're like, uh, you question a lot, but yeah, I always had that route. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to BC and then you had to pay a billion dollars to go to Catholic school. And my parents didn't have money to put me in Catholic school, but I, st- I was baptized. I'm still like rooted into that as a foundation. Mm-hmm. And then we got into, I was like 10, between 10 and 15. And my mom had her, like my mom did catechism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she had her catechism book and I would just read the Bible mm-hmm. I went to a summer camp. It was a Christian summer camp. And I do find like Christian and to your listeners, this is not like a judgment, but it's just two totally different like Catholic church to like new age Christian Mm -hmm. where you're singing and clapping and like, I don't know. It just didn't seem right to me because you're like saying Hail Marys and you're praying Mm -hmm. and you're, yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a foundation for me anymore. I do pray every day. I want to say God, but like I've been listening to a lot of spiritual people and it's like, God is within us. Um, so we're source, whatever you want to call it, universal energy, mm-hmm. God source. Um, but we all hold that within us, whether God is actually a physical being, I don't know, but I do believe in like the higher power. And that's always been easy for mm-hmm. me because I was rooted in Catholic. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. I also have Catholic roots. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I went to catechism and all that. And um, I really enjoyed reading the Bible and Bible stories as a kid. Um, you know, like you, I think we're similar in that way. Well, we're similar in so many damn ways, but, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's the, the seeker part of us, right? Like even as a kid, it's like, I, I, I like this. I liked, I liked learning about religion. You know, I had a lot of hard questions for, um, nuns and catechism teachers and stuff that I didn't necessarily like their answers. Um, but, um, I'm grateful for my Catholic roots. And I, it's funny because at some point I was going to ask you if you pray, because that is something that I carried on. Um, I am no longer religious either, but that is something I'm grateful for, for, for that foundation, for that learning when I was a kid in church, because prayer is really important to me. And so do you, do you pray every day? Do you pray like prayers that you would have learned or do you make it up or? I make it up. And I just recently, probably this past month, I started with my children and we just say, we pray to the angels. Mm -hmm. And I do believe in angel. Like I, we work with it. We do, we work with the angels a lot and I have my kids doing it now too. And we just go over what we're grateful for. And, um, yeah, like, I hope I pray for a good night's sleep. I like right now it's like, I pray for a world peace. I pray for like love. Mm -hmm. Um, 
simple. It's not, I don't recite a, recite any like typical prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love that. So but much. I think right now I sent you a video today mm-hmm. and it was just all like the star seeds. They need to, we need to meditate. We need to prayer and create our timelines and like put that out to source Yeah, like, in this worldly situation right now, because this is not just, it's not just government. It's just not just, you know, the crap that we're dealing with. It's much more than that. Yeah. It's universal. Yeah. And um, people are just so 3D in like what's going on right now mm-hmm. in like the structures, like government, mm-hmm. like everything. But it's more than that. It's planetary. It's transcending from 3D to 5D. Um, and we need to pray and we need to meditate. I need to meditate more. Yeah. Like I met, I don't honestly, I, I sh- am really shitty at meditating. Like it's probably because my kids wake up at the break of dawn and I love to do it in the yeah. morning. You wake up early, and, like to ahead of them to kind of get your day started. And, um, so I'm sure you do meditate, you know, whenever well, I do yoga yeah. and I do think like that too is just like a moving meditation because yeah. you are clearing your mind. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've always admired that too about you. Your, your morning game is on point. You're up early. I know sometimes <laughs> you're not sleeping well, but, um, you're up early and moving your body and, um, I think that's really important and something you seem to have locked down is the, uh, Okay, it's mind, body, soul, right? I kind of, mm-hmm. I really love the mind stuff, psychology, things like that. Obviously, I'm into developing my soul. The body stuff, you know, that's just as important. You have to take care of your meat vehicle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you have that on lockdown. And 3D, 5D stuff, I haven't talked too much yet about on this podcast, but I mean, we, we live in both, right? Like our soul is 5d. Our world is very much 3d. Um, but so we kind of toggle back and forth as spiritual seekers between the two. Ideally you can be in 5d as often as you can. Right. But life happens, life happens. And we can't beat ourselves up about that. Right. When we're kind of getting into a lower vibe. Um, but do you identify kind of, or do you call yourself a light worker oh absolutely yeah. and what does that mean to absolutely. you kind of being a light worker is like shining light and truth mm-hmm. on people that aren't quite there it's not that they don't have it in them mm-hmm. like even when I have people come and receive healing I, I'm shining light on them to help them heal and just move that energy light worker to me is like energy so how do you raise others conscious and vibration? And that's a light worker. Yeah. And I do, I do say like a star seed as well, mm-hmm. because the connection to planets and past lives and there's such a purpose for us right now. Right. I, you know, and then that's part of the light worker. You know, this, uh, I, Sierra and I can see each other. We're talking over, uh, <laughs> over online. You'll just, you'll just hear us. Maybe one day I'll do video, but you know, this deck, Sierra, oh, work um, light. work your light Oracle card deck. I've been pulling those like star seed cards a lot lately, like Mantika and Lemuria and stuff like that. And, you know, it's not something I really 
dived into really deep yet. Um, but it's really intriguing for me to think about that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, what kind of starseed are you and stuff like that. I ident identify as a light worker for sure. Um, I think, yeah, it's just shining your own light as bright as you can and kind of reminding people of the truth within them. Cause like you said, it's there. It's, it's universal truth. It's just whether or not they're opening their eyes to it yet or not. And if we shine as bright as we can, then it just kind of illuminates the way and the truth for other people, right? And recognizing when you're shining your light and some people just don't like it. Right. You really ruffle feathers sometimes. And then not taking it personally. And that is part of the growth. Yeah. You know, and that's something I've had to dig deep in myself with I'm like you know what whatever mm -hmm. maybe one day if something that I post resonates with one person great mm -hmm. yeah I'm not looking for 500 if it resonated with 50 people even better but making a difference to one person is good enough yeah it's great yeah yeah it's that's kind of my what I tell myself too because we're in a time right now that it's like you can't even have an opinion about something that is not part of the what they're trying to tell you is the right thing to think. I know it's cancel yeah. culture. Like, yes. yeah, I it, it, it it's becoming apparent to me that it's even more important to, you know, have hold your own high vibration, high light, um, because some of the stuff that. It, yeah, I, I don't want to get super political, but the cancel culture is getting out of hand. You know, if you can't talk about something, then you can't learn about it, right? So, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Um, Mr. Potato Head, like, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, Dr. Seuss, you know, all these things, right? Let's just talk about it. Let's not cancel everything. Let's just shed new light on it, right? Again, yeah. light, light worker, right? So you've developed as uh, Reiki while you went through level one, level two, level three, four. You're now are just about a master teacher. That's amazing. Um, you've developed your psychic and mediumship skills for some time now. And now you're kind of practicing and developing and learning trance. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. you're developing kind of under Tony Stockwell. Yeah. Talk to me about that a little bit. So I've always had an interest with trance. I never really deal, dealt with it in our practice groups. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up pulling out before she even dealt with trance. Um, I don't know. There's something about it. I've watched Tony quite a bit and I follow him and last year was it last year yeah last year I saw his year long actually I would say a year and a half ago and I'm like I need to do this at some point but when I said his year long because I have this connection to British things yeah I have past life in Brit Britain I can close my eyes and like just listen to him <laughs> speak mm -hmm. in his magic and he just draws you in and I said I always want to work with him I just always wanted to and then yeah, last year it came up and I said to Brad, my husband, I said, look, I need to do this. And he's like, okay. And I don't even know why, but I'm just like, I need to do it. So I 
filled it out everything and here I am. So we are, we just started this year. So it goes till about October, but even just meeting like-minded people, I love at first we've talked about this. I hated zoom. I'm like, I can't read over zoom. I can't do anything like forget it. No. And then you just do it Mm -hmm. and you're like, and the amount of people you meet is so cool. Yeah, that's cool. So cool. Like you, like when you do these classes that aren't in BC or like a Tony class, you're meeting people from all across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, United States, Britain, Australia. It's super cool. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. So it's really neat. My trance group, we sit in weekly and most of the people were on Pacific Standard Time just so we can get the time correct and we're they're in California and we're about the same age and it's great nice um I do want to look I probably will do trance healing yeah I was just gonna say okay so at the beginning you didn't really know why so it was kind of like a Mm -hmm. calling you could call it right when Mm -hmm. somebody says oh I was called to this so you were called to Tony as a teacher you were called to learn trance um but you didn't know why so has that evolved do you understand kind of now what was calling you to it yeah because I struggle with mediumship Mm -hmm. and I don't struggle like I've done some really great readings Mm -hmm. but trance is so much easier to connect with spirit Mm -hmm. and I heard him say once like when you start I I think it was an interview when you start on this path everyone should be starting with trance mediumship Mm -hmm. and I was like interesting because I didn't Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a different perspective and I was like now I get it because it is a lot easier interesting than sitting and just trying to pick up mm-hmm. I, it, I, it's really hard to explain yeah, so but, in trance uh, let's kind of go over that do you kind of have a definition of trance what it is oh it's like putting me on the spot like, it's a change of your subconscious yeah so the brain gets too involved sometimes in mediumship mm-hmm. because you're not letting the two separate. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a trance like state, you're, and for those listening that really know what trance is, I may be fucking this up, but this is what it means to me. Um, you are able to easily separate the, the subconscious awareness mm-hmm. and just let spirit come. Right. And I never went in wanting to be become a person. You know how you see the facial figure change. And maybe I say that now. Maybe 10 years from now I'll have a different story. Yeah. But um, there's just so many different levels of a trance-like state you can get into. Yeah. And it's like, um, it's like a deep kind of meditative where your brain state. waves change even, right? Yeah. So you're really receptive and yeah, you're really right. What you say about um, mental mediumship, uh, a big hurdle for new beginners is logic, the logical brain, like kind of taking over. Right. So it's hard to kind of figure out how to set that aside. So I guess I kind of agree with what Tony said that trans mediumship is a better way to start out. And so I've told you this, I see you doing trance healing in the future and you mentioned healing. So what do you think that looks like? Or I don't know when I watched that documentary, um, 
surviving death. By the way, I don't think is a great representation of trance. The lady that did trance healing, yeah. what's that called? That show? Surviving death. Surviving yeah. death on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I get that. Like she talked her way through it and I can see that, but like they just put a dark spin on the ectoplasm stuff and like I get being strapped to the chair. It was just weird. It was like the least um, relatable kind of, it seemed so yeah. like, um, yeah, like foreign to people or kind of, um, inaccessible kind of, yeah. The rest of the show was pretty amazing though. Yeah. But just that part, but where I'm going back to that, I don't, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> it's funny because in a session of Reiki, when I'm healing, I get, sometimes I get no messages, mm-hmm. but sometimes they just flood in mm-hmm. and it's just easy. I'm not working. I'm just tuning into the body. I guess I, I am working with the body, but some, it's, it's different than just sitting there and being like, okay, come tell me something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I totally see what you're saying when you're working kind of more energetically and not, not having the pressure of, Oh, I need to make a connection now, you know? Well, that's just yeah. it because the purpose and your intention in Reiki is to heal. It's not to deliver messages. And I do have to tell a few people that because sometimes I'll get tons and then they'll come back next time. And they're like, Oh, well, my, my granny here. And I was like, uh, no, but my point is to heal mm-hmm. and not give message. Like I do give messages at the end, like I'll do card pulls, but then that's different. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not spirit message, but yeah, sometimes you just don't, you feel a presence of like guides and stuff, yeah. but there may not be downloads of talking. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know what I want to say to people who are curious about Reiki, everybody should have level one like oh it should be like mandatory for human beings (laughs) um level one for anybody out there who is curious is about self-healing and working with your own energy and just learning what universal life force energy is working with it on your own without going to you know practice it on other people it's in so incredibly healing and you're the healer you're healing yourself self-healing it's it's seriously amazing you know it takes a day to to learn in a class you know it's not a big commitment that way the commitment comes after when you go and do at least three solid weeks of every single day you know healing and for me that was very transformative what do you think mm-hmm. oh a hundred percent and when you say you can heal, I I think of Joe Dispenza, Dispenza mm-hmm. Dr. Joe. And he, like, he says you can heal yourself. You can heal. Yeah, he healed. Dr. Joe Dispenza it was a chiropractor. Um, and he now writes like lots and lots of books. And he's he, he hosts retreats and things like that. Some people can't really jive with his delivery method. He's like just in the how he talks. But I love him. He's very direct. He's very straightforward to the point. But he healed his, I think he had a broken back. 
Um, and he healed that through visualization. Anybody who's interested, go look that up because he, he talks so good. It's so good. He, you can look it up on, on YouTube or whatever. He talks about actually how he healed his back. I think he was an accident or something like that. And it was about visualizing because he was a chiropractor, he could visualize the spinal cord and, um, re basically rework his whole entire brain and he went from being told he wasn't going to walk to actually he's he's fit as a fiddle he's like he, mm-hmm. he's not young and he's just like fit as hell and up there talking and teaching people how to heal themselves so yeah that's funny I've never connected Reiki and thinking about Reiki to him but I love his work too that's that's cool um so good do you see yourself teaching Reiki one day yeah Oh yeah, absolutely. And what I was going to say for those that, like you said, you recommend level one, when you're attuned in Reiki and you don't use it, you're always attuned. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It will always be within you. So even if you go on 10 years and you're like, I haven't even used Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You can still go on. You can always be attuned again. My teacher always says like, if you ever want another attunement, I don't feel like I need it. I know it's in me. I use it, um, but it's possible. I can attune my children if I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you've gone all the all the levels. My Reiki master and I were planning a year long program mm-hmm. for those that want to do one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in the process we're working on. It. Awesome, awesome! That's so exciting, and yeah, I'm so excited. I can feel. I'm so excited for you. I can feel, mm-hmm. you know all of this culmination of study and practice and learning and, you know, you doing your own personal work, um, side note, you know, personal development goes hand in hand with spiritual development. It's kind of all one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I can feel that coming to something for you very soon with regard to putting out um, more offerings and starting to teach and stepping into new roles there. So that's really exciting. I know you have little kids and there is no rush, but it is all leading to something so beautiful. So that's why. Thank you. And you know, it's like, you just can't push it. Yeah. And when we talked earlier yeah. about like just wanting everything. And as soon as you let go of the fact I need to be doing this by this time, obviously that does not work for me Mm -hmm. because I can't put a, you can't, yes, we can rely on dates. Don't get me wrong. I cannot, I can't say I want to be somewhere by February 1st. Well, I can, but I just don't work like that. Yeah. With, with the intuitive stuff, especially right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, um, when I'm doing anything intuitive, like even just my numerology stuff, I'm intuitively writing a message. I don't push it. I don't say, Oh, I'm going to have three done today. No, 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 no. I just, I go with when it feels right, when I'm in the right vibe, you know, you can't push these things. It's not like planning a vacation or something. You have to let it flow. Oh no, I can, I can definitely do that. (laughs) No problem. Exactly. (laughs) But even with healing, like, spirit gives me what I can handle I'm busy I have two little kids and if I have like we talked about I can't do too many evenings Mm -hmm. because I know that depletes me I wake up at four or five and then I have to do a seven like I will do a 7 p.m because obviously people work but like I can't do five a week forget Mm -hmm. it yeah but spirit just gives you what you can handle and me learning to trust that was yeah it was hard yeah 
But as soon as you surrender and you just let it flow, then it just... Yeah, not hold it too tightly, not have too much pressure around it, right? It all will work out. Um, and sometimes way more beautifully than than we had even had planned for. If you do hang on to your, your plans and try to control things too much, it can turn out, but maybe it would have been so much better had you just like let things go a little bit, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, Sierra, it's been so nice to talk to you. Um, well, thank I mean, you. I know I talk to you all the time, but <laughs> it's been so nice to talk to you on the podcast. And I feel like we we will do this again because there's so much that I'm thinking about that we could we could go and talk on forever. Everybody, Sierra does Reiki. Sierra does have a very active Instagram account. Um, we go live sometimes together. Well, we have once and we will be going doing that again, um, doing card pulls for people and just generally chatting um, with our other friend, Nasa, as well. Um, you can find Sierra at Intuitive Heart Healing, right? Yes. Yes. I do not have a website. You can check me out on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And if you are local, then um, hit Maple Ridge. Yep. Sierra's in Maple Ridge, BC. Hit her up for an in-person healing. I have received Reiki by her. And you know what? We've got to arrange that again because <laughs> I could use yeah, some Reiki. Absolutely. And it's just amazing. It, is, it can be actually life-changing. I'm not saying it's going to be, but even on a little level, it really is. Um, but yeah, yeah. I got visitors once when when I got Reiki by you. I felt my grandma very, very strongly. And I'm not saying everybody will, but it is a way to connect, like you said, to source. And that's kind of why you started just to connect um, for personal level, for personal reasons, right? So um, anything else you want to touch on, Sierra? No, I'm good. Happy new moon. It's a new, new moon. moon. We yeah, we recorded this on the perfect day, hey? set your aren't we supposed to manifest yeah the shit out of today yes yeah, set your your goals guys it's time for manifesting this will come out in a few days but it'll still kind of be in that vibe um thanks a lot sierra it was great to talk Thank to you. you talk to you again soon okay okay, okay.